Hey guys, former WWE superstar Hardsaw here. Make sure you're tuning in to Aaron and Tom and the incredible Hot Tag Hooligans podcast. I know I will be. Take care. to the Hot Tag Hooligans Wrestling Podcast show with myself, Aaron, and Tom. Tonight, we brought a fellow Kentucky boy to the show, <laughs> like myself, and you may have seen him around recently. He's starting to make some waves all across the Midwest and the Southeast. It's Landon Howe. How's it going? Doing good, brother. How are you doing? Doing well. Well, let's start right where I just mentioned. You're also a fellow Kentuckian. I'm from a small town uh, called Sturgis, Kentucky. Uh, and population roughly around 1,600, maybe. Uh, so where exactly in Kentucky are you from? So, well, first of all, where is Sturgis now that I'm thinking about it? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be on the west, western part. Uh, we are exactly where I'm sitting right now. I'm exactly 15 minutes from Illinois, and I'm also 35 minutes from Indiana. So you're like close to Paducah, like that area. Yeah, Paducah's a little bit more south than where I'm at. It's, Paducah's about an hour and 10 minutes south from me. Okay. Yeah, because so like with me, whenever I do my introduction, I so like I say that I was born in Pikeville, Kentucky. And that's very east as you can go, largest county in Kentucky if you've ever been there. But I'm originally born in or I live in or let's see, I used to live in Harold, Kentucky, and it's a really small town. I'd say it's about your population, but it there's literally a gas station, um, one red light, drive-through liquor store, like two or three churches, the little medical center. Like it's it's literally like all you need in one little town. So I, I enjoy it. It's it's a nice little town. You just described Sturgis except for the Mexican restaurant. We don't have a medic medical center, so <laughs> we don't even have a Mexican restaurant. If we did that, that would be an upgrade for sure. <laughs> so tell me a little bit how you got into pro wrestling because you know, like myself, it's we don't have very many promotions when I was growing up that would run through here. Now, Jerry Lawler's wrestling uh, out of Memphis would come through and wrestle at my local high school every once in a while. Uh, and there are some small independent promotions that are kind of around a little bit. But tell us about your first memory of professional wrestling. So when I was about five years old, um, so my dad passed away when I was seven. And there was a lot of there's like a few things that we would actually bond over. And one of the things actually happened to be wrestling, like out of any sport, out of any activity that we did, it was, it was wrestling. Like, I don't know. I think the first memory that I had of it was 19. It was like, it was the 1996 uh, bash at the beach. And I was, I remember watching uh, Ray Mysterio Jr. and psychosis. Um, ever since then, I fell in love with it. My dad's favorite wrestler was Kevin Nash. And so we would have these pretend wrestling matches. And then, um, and then once he passed away, I sort of grew away or I sort of like drew apart from it. Um, back in like 2003, 2004, right when WrestleMania 20 came up, um, I was at a basketball tournament and I saw Rey Mysterio on Velocity when they had Saturday Night Velocity and Sunday Night Heat. Um, I was watching it and I was, I fell in love with it again. Um, I, gr I grew back into watching all the storylines and seeing um, seeing how the wrestling came about from 2003, 2004 up until now. And I guess like starting out with wrestling too, which it, it's kind of like, I guess it's kind of like sensitive right now because um, 
so like the story that I usually start off with is like how I get into wrestling was the first time that I did, it was July of 2018. One of my buddies was a wrestler and to make the, I'm making this long story short because I only know we only have a certain amount of time, but you're good. uh, But yeah, so, uh, so like I was, I saw a message on Facebook and it was like, or a post and like one of my friends was like, name two wrestlers and I'll like, you know, compare like which one I think is better. We did that. And then I messaged him and I was like, Hey, like, what's like, what's your take on wrestling? Like, how do you get into the business? And in Kentucky, you're supposed to have your wrestling license. And then, um, and so we went to one of my buddies. um, He took me to one of his buddies' backyards and he's now one of my good friends, which unfortunately today, he actually passed away at like 30 something. So that's why I'm kind of like, it's a sensitive subject on that. But regardless, he had a ring in his backyard and we took a lot of back bumps and like, I, like I fell in love with it. Like I, like I grew more, I never knew that I had more of a love for the, the sport than that moment. Like the next day I was sore as hell. Like I couldn't move or anything like talk about going to the gym, working out. It was horrible. But, uh, but yeah, after that, I, uh, I had a few training sessions in St. Paul, Virginia under the, under a guy named Mike Sampson for maybe like two or three sessions. And then August 11th, I had my first ever wrestling match after only two training sessions, just because I quit, like I picked up on it so quick. Wasn't my best match I'll say, but it was enough to like get through like what I did at that time. Um, I definitely enjoyed it. And then, uh, and then I could move down to Georgia where I'm at right now. I'm in chiropractic school. And I found Robert Gibson's school. And so I started training under him and I've been training under him for three years until his building closed back in like May, I think. So, and then like the first time I made my, my debut in the Georgia scene, I actually went to his first show is called APCW all pro championship wrestling. And we started out, like I showed up there just to be security and this is my first time showing up. I didn't show up during like the beginning of my training sessions because chiropractic school is supposed to be like the same amount of information as medical students would go through. So I was trying to get acclimated with that while going through it. Once I finally did, I started going over to their, uh, to their show in January. And it was like, it like God happens, like, or like, you know, the funniest things happen. Like it's like God works in mysterious ways. And one of the guys actually didn't show up. So I ended up taking his spot and it was a tag team championship match, which was cool. And then I guess ever since there, it's just different promotions while going to school. So I've been cracking backs by day and breaking backs by night. So I like that. So you feel like that your progress is kind of transitioning pretty smoothly. Has there been anything that, um has it been tricky for you to kind of pick up on um well, tr- tricky as in what now um just as far as progressing in uh what you can do in ring and character wise is there anything that's been tricky because it sounds like you're progressing pretty quickly yeah it's like for me like i know a lot of people uh they have their own characters so like you know like the undertaker you know he he had his own shtick. Uh, you know there's a lot of people that they they play off of a different character that perceives who they are on camera for me it's like i like my my character is myself like i call myself a character all the time and so as i progress i think i find more confidence in myself because i get so nervous and i'm sure every wrestler goes through this as well like they get so nervous before they go out and perform 
And for me, like I would, I would always be stiff in the ring. And, you know, like Robert always taught me to like stay loose and like, you know, build up that confidence. And he, and if it was for him, my confidence wouldn't be where it's at right now. Like it's built up a lot. And I think, you know, with, without him, like I wouldn't be where I'm at right now, especially like progressing with, uh, with what's going on in my life right now with wrestling. It's so great that you have someone who has that ring experience. You know, we've had a lot of people in here that are from the school of Morton uh before and i just can't imagine having a hall of famer like that being able to kind of like guide me and show me certain things because there are a lot of independent promotions and people who get into pro wrestling who are being trained by people who may not quite be the best trainers does that make sense it does and you know like i'm very blessed and fortunate because when i actually actually when i came down um i've been now i've been in georgia now for three years this month and when i first came down and i was you know studying and stuff like that i would look through different schools and i saw wwa4 which is ran by ar fox which now i'm actually training under him now since robert's school's closed um there's the nightmare factory before then i think it was like one it was like one fall or so it was, it was a different name before it was the nightmare factory. Um, and there's like so many different schools and this isn't like anything against them because what they teach, I may not even know yet. So this isn't me like bashing on them because what they do is great because like anything that you pick up in the wrestling business is always knowledge. Cause you, you never stop learning, but just understanding from a hall of famer like him. And, and obviously like with the rock and roll express, Ricky was the only one that would like talk majority of the time. Robert's like, Hey, let's, let's go to the back. Let's get ready. And like, he's very short and to the point, but whenever you get him by yourself, he is willing to have that patience and actually teach you everything. And so I think from being like to being under his wing, I think that's definitely made it all worthwhile, especially with where I'm at right now. Cause I've only wrestled now last month, made three years that I've wrestled and like from the progressions that I made under him, it's been astounding. Like he, like he's my wrestling dad for sure. You've mentioned chiropractic school. And so is that the dream or is pro wrestling the dream or are you just kind of being safe? Uh, a little, it's, it's a little bit of all three because it's like, I never, so like my original plan was to play basketball. Like my goal was to actually play college ball, play in the NBA. And then if that didn't happen, I was planning on doing physical therapy. And then now it led me to chiropractic school and pro wrestling. And like my area of Kentucky, it's like, I'm not bashing on it because there's a few good promotions out there, but that's, it's not like the talk of the town, like, Hey, like there's a pro wrestling show going out. Like they'd rather do other things. And, and, and it kind of like, it, it doesn't really put like a bad taste in people's mouths, but it's kind of like, you'd rather go do something else than to go to a, like a local pro wrestling show. And so like, that was like my first, like, okay, you got to get out of that comfort zone and actually go to a show and actually see what you can do. So that's where that led me with wrestling. Um, now, as far as for the future, I like, I look at it, like I do a comparison to like Britt Baker because where she's a dentist and she's also wrestling for AEW and she's doing amazing. That's kind of like the route that I want to go down because I want to be in a, a chiropractic associate, which like you work under a chiropractor and you get to see the mistakes that they make as they go through. So you know what to expect when you open up your own office and then you go from there to open up your own office. And that's something that I would like to do is to like set my own hours where it's like, Hey, like I can like example, like if I was to get a contract down the line somewhere to where like, I'm able to have that flexible schedule, like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, let's say I'm, I have my office, but then I have to fly out Wednesday for an AEW show, just for an example. 
do that fly back and then maybe open up on weekends so it's just like it's like i think it would work out but it's kind of like just to see where everything plays out especially with what's going on in the world so i'm trying to like balance that out and see what's going next because if because like i have the plan for the future but until i get there i'm trying to like enjoy the journey and see where it's taking me do you find it hard to, to enjoy it, though, with so much going on? Or are you somebody who enjoys the fast-paced, uh, stick-to-schedule type thing? I am a very type A person when it comes to life. So, like, I'm, I'm stressed out the ass every every day. So, it's like I get up at 7, I go to class, I have to log, or I have to log on to a class, I have to go to lab, I have to study, I have to work out. It's kind of like a Division One like sports player where they have to do so much and that's kind of like me but now like you take out the training a little bit just because like again like I don't wrestle like I don't train as much as I used to which I'm I'm actually studying for yeah four parts of boards and I'm studying for part two and part three and those are like parts of boards you have to pass in order to um, to become a chiropractor and that's just like another loop and hoop thing but for me, it's like, it's, it's a fast pace. It's like, it's a lot of stress, but it's a lot of good stress because it keeps me on my toes. It gets, it's, it's for me, it gets me something to do. And it's kind of like, if I didn't have a schedule or I didn't have anything to hold me accountable, like, Hey, you have this, this, and this to do. Like if I had nothing to do throughout the day, like I would just be lazy and just lay around the house and I, I would rather go out and do something. So that's kind of like my mindset right now. There are certain days where being lazy and laying around the house aren't that bad though. It's not like I actually had a lazy day yesterday. Like it was, it was very peaceful. So I, I definitely enjoyed it. And today I was back on the grind and, you know, I have a few, I have a few exams coming up next week and the following. And then I have finals that last week. And then on top of that, the rest, I have a lot of shows coming up. So it's just, it keeps me on my feet. So I'm, I'm excited. I, I like the, I like the pace of where I'm going at right now. Recently you were part of action in scenic city's future so showcase. Uh, some great names were on there. Uh, Ron Bass Jr., yourself, Billy Starks. Talk to me a little bit about that uh, experience for yourself. It was very humbling. Um, I'm always going to be forever grateful to Matt and Scott for giving me that opportunity because it gives me a chance to showcase my ability and what I can do. Because I know that I've made a, a name for myself around like Georgia and like the Carolinas. It's more of like the exposure of like, okay, like no one's ever heard of me because I know uh, IWTV, they're very popular with like getting bigger names out there. Um, and like Lee Moriarty, uh, Daniel Garcia, you know, just to name a couple out of hundreds of talented wrestlers. And, you know, to have my name on a platform as Action's Future Showcase to showcase what I can do. Very humbling experience. I remember one of my buddies talking to me last year during the pandemic saying, that the scenic city is a really prestigious tournament. He was telling me about action. I've never heard of it before. And that's just because again, I'm not used to the whole IWTV like scene of where the best places to wrestle are at. And when I was chosen, I actually did the, uh, the action next up, the first ever action next up. I was in a fatal four way. And then ever since then, me and Matt, we stayed connected and he was like, yeah, I want you in the action future showcase. And once I saw that, the first day that I showed up just for the scenic city night one, like my heart was racing and my adrenaline was up as if I was getting ready to go out and wrestle. And it was just a whole different ball game. And to be in that tournament with eight other awesome up and coming competitors is just, I'm very blessed to be in that position. Like regardless of the outcome, it was, it was amazing. Yeah, I've always loved young 
tournaments. Uh, ECWA, Super 8, you know, was always a big deal whenever, and it still is, uh, where it was showcased a younger talent, one-night tournament. And I think more promotions, even like WWE and stuff, I think you get back to like a king of the ring and actually make it mean something. I just feel like tournament formats really allow you to make, make a star because whoever wins typically has to wrestle multiple types of matches where they may wrestle a high flyer one match they may wrestle a hard hitter one match so they have to adjust their styles and you can really see how good of somebody is absolutely and and i'm knowing my opponents eli knight and whisper and they're amazing athletes and i knew going into this match because like i i consider myself like a hybrid of an athlete like i can do you know technical high flying you know anything that you would throw out at me like i can perform that but I've been mostly on the high flying side. And that's just because of like looking up to guys like Ray Mysterio, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, just to name a few. Um, and so I knew that it was going to be like, you know, off the wall, pun intended, because I kicked off the wall during that match. It was awesome. Uh, but it was, but it was, it was really like a high flying, like, you know, fast paced match. And that it was, and I'm not a fan of triple threats, but that was probably my, my favorite triple threat by far this year, probably top five of my whole career of wrestling matches. Now, you you talked about, you know, not being as familiar with certain things with independent wrestling uh, at, at one time and getting exposed to those things. Do you think that's a problem uh, or something that's actually getting better uh, with getting independent wrestling out there? Um, I think so. And I, I know, like, with, with different promotions, they're, they're very different with, like, example – like some promotions, like they promote their stuff on YouTube, other promotions, they don't even promote anything, but then you have others that they'll, they'll blast everything on IWTV. And that's something that Matt was trying to, uh, Matt Griffin was trying to uh, explain to me and stuff like that, because before the actions future showcase or the next up, I didn't do anything IWTV related, but not a lot of people knew who I was. So I never got that platform of exposure. And so since I did this, literally I came, like I went from looking at my phone to like nothing, like no tweets or anything, going out to the ring, had a great match, came back and I had like 50 plus tweets. And I'm like, this is the most I've ever had in a while. And it's just because of IWTV and their exposure. And like, I realized now that there's a lot more competition out there than just the places that I wrestle at. So it, it is great that he gave me that platform to perform on. So again, very thankful for him for allowing me to do that. So it was a good experience. Yeah, I think, you know, it's independent wrestling is is niche, but I, I think it has to do with people don't know where to find it sometimes. And, you know, luckily IWTV is out there um, and you can kind of get into that. And there's also like Title Match Network and um, some things that have really helped with that. Um, but I really think that it could blow up even bigger than it is if some of these promotions would do a little bit better job of pushing it out there and things like that. Um, Cause there's constantly promotions, even around my area in Indiana where I live here in Evansville that I I'll hear about. And I'm like, how long have they been there? And they've been running shows for four years and I've never heard of it. And I'm actively searching for these things. So, you know, I'm right there with you, but it's definitely going in the right direction. It is. And like, and like you were saying too, like in my area of Kentucky before moving down to Georgia, like you would only see stuff on Facebook and they never really post anything on YouTube. 
you come down here, there's some promotions that, and this isn't like knocking on them because they do what they do. And I respect that because I'm on a lot of the shows and great workers in the back. It's more of just like how to, you know, send the content out. And, you know, like I did action or I did my first action show a couple of, I think it was like a couple of Fridays ago and I worked against or wrestled against uh, Adam Priest. And that was on IWTV. That was great for exposure. And then I had a show um, Saturday in, um, in Union, South Carolina, and that they blast that all over Facebook and YouTube, and that's still good for exposure. And then Sunday, uh, or that following Sunday, I wrestled for PWX Pure, and they do stuff on high spots. And so it's just a lot of great exposure on that end. So it just depends on like where you're at, and I get what you're saying on that too, because you know you have IWTV, you have high spots, and like multiple different places that you can get more exposures. And I've realized, and I've come to realize that as like I'm moving up with my career on that. So, uh, so hopefully more opportunities, which I'm, I'm hoping and praying, but yeah, I think, I think from what it is right now, I think it's all good. Outside of pro wrestling and your chiropractic school. I mean, what do you, what do you do for fun? Do you have time to sit around and do anything? What TV shows are you watching? I wish I was doing some stuff that were, that was fun. Uh, no, uh, pretty much for me. I, um, uh, y'all need to watch, uh, y'all watch Netflix at all. Yes. Y'all need to watch, uh, have y'all heard of Ma- of uh, Manifest? Yes. Uh, have y'all seen it? <clears throat> I'm not yeah. caught. We're not, okay, so when, a couple years ago when it was on NBC, we were both kind of diehard and we would talk about it at our shoot jobs quite a bit. And then it happens so often, there's just so much on TV, you get behind an episode or two and then you're like, well, we'll just watch it later on Netflix. And I felt like it was kind of dragging a little bit there for a while. And so I kind of fell off. And then, of course, they supposedly canceled it, but now they're reviving it again. I did like the purpose of it when it first started. I just, and I'm not caught up, like I said, I just felt like it was getting a little too far out there and they needed to pull it back a little bit for me. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, I, I just got finished watching um, the third season with my fiance last month, or actually, no, was, no, back in June, and like, we, we've got caught up, and then we saw that they weren't going to do a season four, and then literally, like, a few days ago, they're like, yeah, we're going to read, like, do a reboot, and we're finally going to do season four, but yeah, um, but yeah, going back to the question, though, like, I do watch Netflix, um, whenever I, whenever I'm not studying, or whenever I'm not wrestling, I do work out, I love to work out, uh, I do live a really boring life. I mean, like, I know it sounds like cliche on my end, but literally I'm, I'm studying, I'm working out. And on the days that I'm not studying or anything like that, like me and my fiance, will go to, we'll, we'll hit a Braves game because where they moved from Atlanta to Marietta, which is around the area that I live at, it's about 10, 15 minutes from us. And it's not like in heavy downtown traffic. So parking and traffic isn't as bad. So we like to go down there. Um, yeah, I mean, like we, I, again, like I really don't do much. Like I, I sometimes travel back home to Kentucky to see my family, which I have a show, uh, not this Saturday, but next Saturday in uh, in Ashland, Kentucky. And some of my family members hasn't seen me wrestle in, in a good while. So I'm excited to go back up there. Um, we'll go see uh, my fiance's family up in Massachusetts. And we get to, and like she lives on the coast. So like during the times that I was up there, like during the summer, we would go to the beach and then, like, during winter, we'd go up towards the mountains and we'd get to go snowboarding and stuff like that, which snowboarding is a pain in the ass, especially if it's the first time. Like, I thought I blew a lung out, like, falling, and it's the 
it's the worst. I, I thought I was dying, but then my fiance and like the ski patrol, they're like, Hey, are you okay? And they're like, Oh, you're fine. Just shake it off. But I mean, other than that, I mean, I really don't do much of anything. Just work out, study, wrestle. I, I may play basketball here and there, but that's about it. I mean, I really don't live such a glamorous life or like a, like an awesome life. It's just go, go, go. Have you seen heels yet? No, I really want to. I really want to. I heard that it was. I heard that it's it's better than what everyone was expecting it to be. I've really enjoyed it. I'm just afraid, like I am with any show, that eventually it'll get canceled as soon as I get pulled into it. I feel that. Yeah. I mean, and that's. Uh huh. We need everybody to watch it so it doesn't get canceled. Oh, absolutely. I, that's that's how I felt with Dexter because I know Dexter did like eight seasons and I now they're coming back with this with season nine and I'm, I'm excited about it so I, lo I love Dexter Tom's given up on it twice already I've seen <laughs> episodes twice now and I read to it yeah did it like I don't know two or three years two or three years and I went back to it and then there's just so much on tv that other things pull me in a lot better than what that show did i i don't like it i just there's just so much out there oh i get that 100 and also speaking of um dexter so the guy that the the lead of it michael c hall so he has another show on netflix it's called i think it's called safe he's british and it's held in london or somewhere in in, in england or something like that but it's pretty much it's like a it's like a it's like a psychological story. So it's like uh, his daughter goes missing the next day after she goes to a party, and they're trying to figure out where she's at. But they do it from like different standpoints of like different places, and they're like get all these clues of like why she's missing. And there's only one season, but it's it's worth it. I mean, if you have the time, it's only like eight or nine episodes, hour long, so it's not bad. Yeah, some of the best shows I've ever seen were only like ended up being a season, and I get so mad. I do too. Like, I feel like there should be more to it. You know, like don't leave me on the edge of my seat. Yeah, at least, at least end it for me. At least wrap exactly. this up for me in a movie. Exactly. Movie, wrap it up. So yeah. Well, Landon, we appreciate you greatly for jumping on here. Tell us ever tell everyone where they can find you at on social media. Okay, so on Facebook, I have a fan page, Landon Hale, as myself. Um, on Instagram, you can find me at Landon Hale three, and then on Twitter, you can find me at Hale yet three H A L E Y E A H three. And then I have a yeah. Then I have a YouTube channel as well where you get to see a lot of my matches and highlights, and that's like you just type in Landon Hale wrestling, and you should be able to see it. I think it's just Landon Hale as the account, so you'll be able to see it there. Awesome man. Hey, sky's the limit for you. You're doing some really good things this year, and I hope the next six months uh, of the year turn out to be just as good for you. I appreciate that, and I know that uh, I know tomorrow I have a long day ahead of me. We're doing uh, Championship Wrestling of Atlanta, and that's going to be filmed tomorrow at seven fifteen. And so I'll be on one of the first episodes of that. And they're they're shooting it tomorrow at Center Stage, where WCW used to have their tapes. Oh, that's so. Awesome. So I'm excited about that. So yeah, I got a long day ahead of me tomorrow. So, but yeah, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. For everyone out there, make sure you guys are checking out Pro Wrestling Tees, Labor Day sale coming up this weekend. Check out our Facebook and Twitter for all the information as far as that goes as well. Uh, and check out Landon's stuff as well. Great young talent. 
uh, bright future ahead of him. So make sure you support him. Give him a subscription over on his YouTube page and make sure you guys subscribe to us as well. And if you're bored, of course, or even if you're not bored, pick up a copy of my book, Independent Road to Wrestler's Journey. Greatly appreciate it uh, for myself and Tom. Thank you, everyone. Stay safe, and we'll see y'all later in the week.